happy with that. I'm happy with that. You happy with that? Yeah. <coughs> well, obviously, paraphernalia. Going. I'm going to need to do some uh, you know, top and tailing of this one for people, but yeah, that's okay. I'm, uh, I'm take okay one with for it. the team. Yeah, that's what I'm here for, yeah. basically. Um, so, Stephen, uh, welcome to my hotel room. Okay, we've already recorded. Oh, we? like I've, I have you hit the button. How long I, ago? Oh, very like twenty-five seconds. Oh, okay, nice. Okay, okay. Good. So everyone so, just relax. So what I said. About People you haven't is not been exposed there. to the uh, <laughs> detailed preparation that goes into the show, <laughs> and we're not making any announcements about a new podcast. No, not at no all. announcements. At no all. announcements. We have nothing no. to announce regarding new podcasts. We do enough. We do enough podcasts already, mate. Do we? Oh, I well, thought we talked about something you at dinner. Two, you do two, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, this is a okay. It's in the, what do you call it? Embryonic development stages. Stage. It's in development. It's uh, yeah. You know, if it was a movie, it'd be in development. In development. Yeah. 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 Right. Funding. So the pro- people working on the project. If find a find, trying to find producers. If you're someone that has access to cash. Yes. Get in touch. <laughs> get in touch. Get in touch. Because <laughs> we are. We have looking a for red cash. hot idea. Red hot. Red hot. Yeah. But in the meantime. Let's do the existing Red Hot show. Uh, have we mentioned the episode <coughs> number, Trevor? It was at that point where I was going to ah. stop and put the intro. But what I'll do is do it again. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 414. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Uniden. We are live from Seoul. Seoul. Otherwise known as Seoul, Seoul. Yes. Uh, in Korea. South Korea, to be more specific for those yes. people that I Instagram, you know, heading arrow, 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 Korea. People are going to north or south. <laughs> I don't want to break it to you, what but if you I was think? going to North Korea, I'd be making a much bigger deal about it than just a photo from the lounge. Absolutely you right. you with me? Yes. Stephen, it's great to have your company, and uh, we yes. are in my hotel room. It's, these are good, it's a good hotel, the Schiller. We're at the Schiller, which is actually, did you know it's owned by Samsung? Yes, I, d- I did know yeah, that. They own half of Seoul, by the looks of it. Oh, LG owns the other half. The other, yeah, that's right. There's a lot of uh, <laughs> branding around the place. Yeah, they're, they're a big company here, and we are here as guests of Samsung. Uh, we'll tell you about that in, in greater detail in a moment. Uh, most of what we're doing here is something we can't talk about. It's really I, – I'm just describing yes. it as 2020 briefings. It is, yes. There's a lot of information we've re- we're, we're being uh, given and yep. shown various things and, and in – Certain rooms of the building that you know ooh. you need to be uh, you need to be escorted by a Samsung representative. I've watched a lot of um, you know shows like oh, this, this lounge is big. Don't fall asleep back. over there. Um, you know shows like Twenty Four and stuff where they um, also Call of Duty. It's like you know yeah. they're, they're they're trying to get information out of you. Just say you know LG, <laughs> you could strap me to a chair. You could uh, yeah. do all the torture <laughs> methods, and I, I won't give up. Samsung, just so you know, I won't, won't give up any information. No, we signed a very rock solid NDA. Solid. Yeah. Pretty of, sure they can take pages, our children. A lot of pages in an NDA. Yes. You never read. I never read all of it. I don't know. I read, mate, I don't know. Did I read every word yeah, of it. Of course you did. Pa- you signed it mate, quicker than I did. Clause 7, paragraph 3. <laughs> if you didn't read that, you're I've a madman. I've actually got it right here. <laughs> if you want me to quote it for I'm that. not sure I, I do have it with I've got me. a copy of it right here. Anyway. And I'm just, I'm just gonna. While you're talking, Let's go to clause seven. I want to no, know. What hang clause on. It's, it's, it's five four, pages long. Five pages. Is there a clause seven? Clause seven. Yep. Hang on. Let's. Well, I mean, I want to know what it was. Main terms. <laughs> clause seven. And, the, and this is just a, you know, insight into yeah, the world that we live seven. in. It's, there is uh, a clause seven. Okay. So yeah. it's clause seven. Is there how many paragraphs? It's one p- oh, big paragraph. Bummer. <laughs> the provision of any confidential information by Samsung hereunder does not represent a commitment by either party to enter into any business commitment with the other or with any other entity. I think these these also are NDAs signed by retailers. the retailers. Yeah. <laughs> if the parties do desire to pursue any business opportunities, then they will execute a separate written agreement I think that's a fair setting idea. out the terms thereof. Do you think we've breached the contract just by reading that out? Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. It's a unilateral non-disclosure agreement. Ah, of course. Very yes, good. So. All right. Well, we're here with Samsung and Stephen. The thing we can talk about... Um, now, to be clear, we were here the exact same time last year, literally to the day, because it is your day. wedding anniversary. Happy Correct. anniversary, yeah, Joe. Thank you. Thank Not you. that you're listening. Love you, Joe. Yes, 27 years married. Joe, Joe loves you so much that yes. she has six weeks holidays <laughs> at the end of the year, and she's chosen <laughs> to get another job to get out of the house <laughs> to avoid so you. She does have to spend more time with me. That's right. Good luck. I love her. that. Yes. I love that. Her idea, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> like, it, I never it, thought of it that way till you brought it up. Now I'm thinking that's a reason why she wants to go to work. So, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> right. Anyway, um, yeah, we were here a year ago for the same reason, uh, to get a bit of briefing, a bit of understanding of what Samsung had in the pipeline, what was coming, so that we can work towards those things and better inform our, our planning around editorial. Yes. But there was one session we can talk about, and it was a session where a professor from a local university uh, who did previously work at Samsung, it should be disclosed, um, talked about the research that she'd done around 8K. Now, if you remember rightly, last year we had a similar session from a, a professor. Yes. And it was all about what the human eye could see. Yeah. And it was very, very much, I remember it being about straight lines and curves and how a straight line on an angle looks jagged in, in a low resolution. And yeah. the higher the resolution, the less jagged the line looks and therefore yep. the more real the line looks to the viewer. And that was one of the reasons going towards 8K was purposeful. Now It was also more about how we see with our brain as much as with our eyes. And so well. yeah. today's was similar in that, you know, it was obviously talking about why 8K is important because that is a big play for Massive. Samsung. Yep. Um, but the name of the talk was 8K Beyond Vision. And, and the first thing she showed was a still image of a glass, looked like a, a whiskey glass or something yeah. like that, with a goldfish in it. And she yeah. said, what are you looking at? And we went, a goldfish. She goes, no, what sort of image are you looking at? And we went, yeah. a photo. She said, no, it's a painting. Yeah, that was remarkable. It was a... It looks... And she, she described it as hyper-real because yeah. the painting, and she showed a lot of paintings, still images, painted, uh, and she said that they are showing more than the human eye would see, which makes it... A hyper-realism. Yeah. She said subtle lighting, hyper-glossiness, and that's what that's what tricked the acuity of our eye. So when we looked at certain parts of the photo, she said, yeah, we think, that looks real, that's glossy, that's shiny, it's real. It must be real. We made a decision that it was real. And and that was her, her way of leading into a long conversation about the research she'd done with 120-odd people, yep. um, showing them images on both a 4K and an 8K display, not a television, a display, and trying to understand which one gave, which one kind of triggered on different, not emotions, but different senses even more so. Yeah. Great words like um, temperatureness and beautifulness. Um, great words that really don't come well through translation. I, I think, but yeah, through through it was basically people were trying to give an opinion of what the picture made them feel. So they'd, they'd show a photo of, of a of a. A red sports car in a, in a night environment yeah. out the front of a hotel. Let's say yeah. it was, a and, and and the viewers, the viewer would say, "Well, that makes me think it's good this way." You'd rate it on a whole range of scales. But what was interesting was when they showed the images that have the highest rating on an 8K display. They are all images with objects in them. Yeah, and the and best it, and two, yeah. the best two images in terms of ratings were p- images of people. One yeah. was a baby and one was a woman holding bags holding or something like bags, that. Yeah. Um, and that was interesting because what she took from that was that the 8K image brought realism yeah. out in a better way than a 4K image. But she was talking about how 8K is like an optical illusion. Yeah. And she, she mentioned the – do you remember she, she did this demonstration? She had this sphere with a gradient of color going from black to gray to white. Right. And she said, as you look at this sphere, because it's consistent and it's a shape, you don't see any of the color changes. But then she took a strip from that sphere and put it on its own, and you could distinctly see the color differences. So our eye was tricked into seeing the smoother gradient of color, whereas when they were isolated... You could see the deliberate gradations as they did. You remember that part? She called that yeah. she called that the mark band luminance gradient, mm. where your eye was kind of tricked into thinking, "Yeah, that's smooth and inconsistent color," when it was actually not. Yeah, it's essentially if you think of um, you know back at back in school when you did drawing, you draw a cylinder and yeah. you draw you draw a box, and then all you need to do is shade dark, and you get lighter, lighter, lighter. And the thing about um, pixels, the thing about displays is they only if you've only if you if you imagine your television weirdly only has eight pixels across and you're trying to show a a, a tank a cylinder, um, well obviously it can only show you know black on each each corner, then a dark grey, a lighter grey, and then white in the middle, yeah. and you know there might only be eight blocks. As you increase the resolution, if you had sixteen blocks, well there's 
too black and then too slightly darker grey, but not, not as dark as the one next to it. And the more resolution, the more pixels you put in, the more likelihood you've got of your eye seeing essentially a single strip of colour. Yeah. Whereas, and that's why 8K is important. And the other thing that, that we talked about last year and this year is 8K is critical because TVs are getting bigger. Yeah. 75, 85, 98-inch televisions at 4K, you're going to start to see that mark banding. The jagged, and the jagged you're edges. You're going to start to see stuff. jagged edges. You're going yeah. to start to see the the the, the strips in a, in a contrast as opposed to yeah. seeing a, a, a consistent color. And with that added resolution, she mentioned the fact that things that we expect from a TV, like the, the uh, perceptual values, like things we can put a value on, yep. like contrast, high resolution, and and everything else, all banded together so what what they did they effectively by having good contrast high resolution it affected the cognitive view of what we were looking at so the example she gave was a good one where if you imagine you're watching a really high resolution image of someone cooking a steak then because it's so clear and so sharp and the contrast is really good you, it's such high resolution your mind then what was that effect it. called it, it was it, it was called synesthesia. Yeah, I've never seen that word before either. one sensation leading to another. So the contrast, resolution, everything's worked together to give you this brilliant image and then your brain takes over because it can perceive it so well, it adds to the beautifulness, the temperatureness, <laughs> all these values, the 3D-ness yeah. of the object, which then your the brain one. reacts to it as if it's real. Yeah. It's, and then you, you start to, your mouth waters or you... It's the idea of can, seeing a... Seeing an image of a, a field of flowers might make yeah. you almost you smell the flowers. Smell That's right. And as you said, seeing the steak being cooked makes your mouth water because it looks so damn real. It, it essentially tricks your brain into thinking what you're seeing is real. Well, she, she described too that the improvement, like 2K gave us great reproduction. Mm. And then 4K came along, gave us the reproduction gave us sharpness and added detail. Yeah. Then 8K came along and gave us the reproduction, gave us the sharpness, gave us the detail, but also the hyper-realness that then brought on that synesthesia, which is that sensation of one sensation leading to another sensation and so forth. It's quite That's amazing. That's a word, by the way. I didn't yeah, make synesthesia, that is, synesthesia is, is a word. 3 dness not so much. And beautifulness, temperature Not so much. I think that's a made-up word by Samsung. I mean, look, obviously we're in a in a bubble here uh, where Samsung are desperately trying to push 8K as the next big thing, yeah. and it is for them. It's massive, and it's going to be. And the big question that we get a lot, I'm, I'm, I'm talking on your behalf here, is that there's no 8K content. But yeah. the critical thing here is it's not actually about the content. It's about yeah. the way it's displayed. So How it even looks. high def, and we've seen for 18 months now, Samsung... And LG and others display examples of their televisions showing lower than 8K resolution content, whether it's HD or 4K, upscaled to 8K. And it's how... Anyone could put the requisite number of pixels on a screen and say it's 8K. Yes. It's what you do with the pixels and how it handles and interprets the information that makes it give us this hyper And and the point being, even a a high-definition image on an 8K TV... At 80, like an 80-inch or a 75-inch 8K TV showing a HD picture will look better than a 4K 75-inch uh, TV showing that same image course, because yeah. you're likely to see more of the jagged edges, the pixels, and that beautifulness, yeah. that 3D-ness. And 3D-ness, while it's not a word, is actually a brilliant way of describing what she was trying to get at. Yeah. Essentially, you can look at a picture that's 8K and you can see depth. Yeah. yeah. It, that you can see the reality of the picture, the 3D-ness of the object, better than you can on a 4K. And it, it sounds like hyperbole. It sounds like a sales pitch. But what this is a university professor that has done ridiculous detailed studies with hundreds of people yeah. to determine that. And then she, one of the conclusions, too, from the results from the survey, there, and there was a lot of them, one of them was about depth cognition. So... And it was 1.6 times deeper when they were looking at an 8K TV yeah. than a 4K. Now, we, we should point out that these 120 people were just looking at an image. They didn't know what was 4K, what was 8K, and but 8K naturally scored higher because of this this perception and the, yeah. the cognition and the synesthesia and all this beautifulness that was 
triggered by that extra resolution. And so the depth added to that and the 3D effect of it was also there. So having ex- extra pixels, and we are, we are, I, are, I think I asked the question, I said, can our eyes actually perceive 8K? And she said, of course, of course they can. Your eyes can see that well. To the point where when, yeah. we, when she said, what do you think the limit of uh, resolution is? And we're like, is it 36, is it 64, is it whatever? She basically said, look, it's not, there is no number. You know, the human eye will always see. The brain is amazing. The eye is amazing. We will always, it's, all, it's impossible to imagine a, a screen ever replicating the, the, the real world human eye. Yeah. But essentially, the higher the resolution goes, because there will be a 16K, yeah, eventually. Um, the, more, the more 3D-ness, <laughs> the more depth that will come out. But it will never replicate the, the, the real world. One fact, like speaking about the human eye, one fact that she pointed out was that we only have the highest acuity. So what, what we can focus on at one point looking at an image is 15 degrees at one time. Yeah. So, so I'm that, sitting here across from you and your yeah. your your head is within 15 degrees. It's so a big head, if you think, but it's still within 15 <laughs> but with, degrees, so right? So look out of the 15 degrees, everything's not in focus. That's right. It's and blurry. that's not my bad eyes. Yeah. That's just naturally. So if I now turn my attention to this painting on the wall, now it's beautifully in focus. Yes. That's not because my because that's the same same distance from me to you as yeah. uh, as, as you are. So it's simply just our ability to focus. So that yeah. says that when you're looking at an 88 or 98 inch television, you're only going to be focusing on 15 degrees of it in your yeah. field of view. And as you move your head around the screen, of course, you'll, other things will come into That's focus. Right. But at any one time, that was fascinating that we can only, that says 15 degree degree of focus. Yeah. Pretty interesting. Yeah. So we're, uh, like, how many times have you heard, and they, they use this to market, phone cameras yeah. that the human eye can apparently see. Our field of vision is different yes. from our degree of focus, but our field of vision is like, a, what is it, 130 degree field of vision that we've got? Might be 160. 100, something like that. But in this instance, we're talking about our our uh, the, the highest acuity of focus that we have. So like I can see though, you, you spread your arms out like that, and I can see that your arms are spread, but like it's blurry. Yeah, but if you it's if the you only and focus look, is the unless you're driving degrees. a car, do this. Spread your arms right out wide and put your fingers upright. Yeah. And if they're if they're directly out at 180 degrees from each other, you can't see your can't fingers. See them. But as you move your hands yeah. towards, your fingers start to come into view at about. I reckon it's 160. Yeah, about 160. I'd, I'd reckon maybe, that's yeah. 160 yeah. degrees your field of view. Um, but the focus. So like, yeah. my, my focus point is is absolutely they're not in focus. It's only 15 degrees. They're just there. Yeah, yeah. They're an object. So field of vision and field of focus are two different things. That's right. So we, we learned something realize. today. We learned something. Oh, we learned a that bit. Was very interesting. It was a bit full on. Yeah. And then, then we learned that Korean beef wagyu <laughs> is oh my god, very nice. Yeah, we wow. Uh, surprise, surprise! We went to a Korean barbecue restaurant. It was very good. It was nice, especially for Trevor, who at lunchtime just said no. Nah. He doesn't eat fish. He doesn't eat bread. He doesn't eat salad. Just didn't eat. He had Oreos for lunch. Is that right? You had your packet yeah. of Oreos. Yep, had my packet of Oreos that I brought from home. So and you were really hungry for dinner, and thank God they brought out the meat because oh, mate. You imagine were if they brought out nothing. seafood. It would have been my utter nightmare. And we met a bloke. I don't know his name, but I know his Instagram he's your, handle. He's your twin. Who is my Q80 twin. Yeah. Like he's legit. He doesn't eat the same the, food you eat. The exact same. Yeah. Uh, his name's Ahmad Borkai. Yep. So Hopefully some of his many listeners will. Slorks.net. S-L-O-R-K-S.net. Slorks. There you go. Show us a bit of love. Yeah, come into it. I don't know. He's not going to follow us. Um, All right, that's uh, that's all we can really tell you about what's happening here. Everything uh, else is top secret. You're going to have to wait till January. Yeah, somewhere. Or or during the year. Let's just say it's very interesting. Very interesting. There's a lot I want to say. Yeah, it's. uh, But looking forward to telling you all. I'm looking forward to see it. Absolutely. You're listening to two blokes talking tech, Stephen. Yes, Disney Plus. Be a massive week and. I'm uh, I'm pleased to say that Disney Plus has finally arrived, and I signed up day one, one year subscription, eighty nine bucks jumped out. I thought I would pay that just to watch Star Wars in four K, just for. Them. I did the same thing, even though I was recommending people don't. Interesting, because the hack, as it was reported, was one hundred percent sincerely not a hack of Disney Plus. Yeah, but. A lot of Disney Plus usernames and passwords were 
available for sale on the dark web. And the reason is the, the people on the dark web have lists of millions of people's email addresses and passwords from previous hacks. And really? what they did was they determined that, you know, this username and this password are a valid Disney Plus account because they can just validate it by trying to log in. And they were selling them for 3 to $7. And I got asked a lot of times, why, why is Disney Plus the target here? The reason is simple. If someone gets my Stan username and password, they've got a month's access at best before I cancel the credit card. Yep. But with Disney Plus, if you've paid for a year in advance, they've got a year's worth of access before I can do anything about it. Because once yeah. they log in, they change your password, you're out. And there's no two-factor authentication on Disney Not Plus. Not yet, yeah, right. So the be- but the benefit is it's ten months for for the price. It's twelve the months for the price 12. of ten. Absolutely right. Uh, so t- twelve that, months for the price of ten. That right? was a good move, I thought. And it, what what surprised me too, or what was what was um, I was glad about, was that it was available right away on our LG TVs, yes. Samsung TVs, Android TVs, Apple TV was there straight away. Was it on my Panasonic Blue 4K player? Which no, but uh, it's that's on, understandable. It's on Android TVs. Android. And that's, that's a lot. So it's. Str- Right, on, on, I'd love to know how many people signed up on day one. wouldn't be anywhere near, near American numbers. I mean, in America, did you know, 10, 10 million, million in, two days. in a day. In a day. In 24 hours, which I think took Netflix a couple of years to reach 10. I'd reckon they've got half a million in Australia. You think Easy. so? Yeah. yeah. I think pretty popular. Oh, great, oh. great for kids, I reckon. If you've got kids, yeah. this is a really good service so for kids. You, I, I'm just disappointed you weren't straight with the headline that I, the first thing I ever watched on Disney+, Plus, and this is forever going to be the record, was a Star Wars. The 4K. Star Wars, Star Wars in 4K. Episode 4. In 4K. First, yeah, thing I did I, the same. first thing I ever pressed play on on Disney Plus. You I did too. Yeah, I did too. Um, I, I watched the f- Before I watched The Mandalorian, I watched the first two episodes of The Mandalorian, the only two episodes of The Mandalorian. And I did I did hop straight into Star Wars and was started watching it in 4K. You know, so they've got watched verticals. The first 10 minutes. Star Wars, Pixar, Marvel, yeah. Nat Geo, etc. Right? Yeah. So I get it. For kids, there's a lot of content there, right? There's yeah. a lot of movies, not a lot of, like, it's more movies than TV shows Disney have, let's be clear. Yeah. Um, for Star Wars fans, massive. For Marvel fans, massive. But my thing is, for, as a general viewing platform, uh, I think I'm going to struggle with content. Yeah, the not, Nat Geo, not a lot of new content. I found yeah. myself massively in Nat Geo because I don't okay. mind those channels, Discovery yep. Nat Geo, even when I'm traveling. Yep. So I actually, on the way over here, I downloaded the Gordon Ramsay Uncharted series. Okay. And the, and the Jeff Goldblum uh, oh. series. So there's two episodes of the Jeff Goldblum at the moment. Sneakers and ice cream. Interesting. Very yeah. interesting. And, and the Ramsey not, stuff was all right? Not brilliant, but interesting. And the no. Ramsey stuff is an excellent... Like, it's a Nat Geo show. It's bloody yeah, well, epic. Like I like Gordon Ramsey. They've spent a lot of money on that show. Yeah. A lot of money. But Especially there, on there the beeps. A, wasn't a lot... Wasn't there's a, a lot, lot of beeps. Oh, oh, of course. Well, yeah. well, I've got something to say about that, about uh, something else in a second, but... In terms of new content, no, not a great deal. They they got a very ambitious slate. The though. Jeff Goldblum thing is exclusive to Disney Plus, like uh, Mandalorian, as like the Mandalorian is right. Yeah. And there's this new, also a live action version of Lady and the Tramp, which is new as well. Okay, but um, one thing, and um, correct me if I'm wrong, listeners, but there are certain Disney movies that fall in the Disney Studio that are not on the service, right? Including Pretty Woman. Oh. Pretty Woman was made, I think, by Touchstone, which is a Disney studio. Right. And that is, I understand, not on the service because it has two, it's too adult. Too as, adult? As is Armageddon. Remember that film Armageddon with Ben Affleck but and Why Bruce would it be Willis? too adult? Like when I set up well, profiles for the about, kids and you choose them pro- being kids. It's about a prostitute. I understand, I but kids have we'll profiles. Find it. I might, it might be there. I'm wrong. I was just, this is Twitter chatter and or online chatter. Armageddon isn't there. Armageddon, which is another touchstone film. Here's the thing, and I, I understand yeah. you're in the entertainment world. You, you get all this stuff, yeah. right? But I think the average Joe doesn't understand what Disney owns. Yeah, like I you say, agree. touchstone. Oh, okay, yeah. who's touchstone? Is, that? is a, is a, is a studio owned by Disney? Just yeah, like, like, just like you know, Fox have. I understand and all that. these other ones, yeah. And, but I think deep in the Marvel universe, people say, "Oh, well, you know, Fox own that, and 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 yeah. and Disney own that." I get that in that world, people understand the ownership of movies, but I think yeah. most people just go, "It's a movie." Yeah, you know. Just so, like, what, uh, so what's uh, the movie we're, we're missing? Armageddon, right? Pretty Woman, Pretty Woman, to name okay. two. Yeah, right. Um, I know. That Remember the Titans is there. That's another film by produced by a Disney related studio, um, and and the, these are they were massive releases at the time. So have, can you find Pretty Armageddon? Woman? No, and Armageddon, you won't find that either. I don't think. 
Um, so, and let us know on Twitter, hashtag Ziggy Zaggy, if there's other films that think, you know were I Disney that's Studio just... films that are not on the service. I think that's because they're, you know, they're, they're owned by someone else. Well, you know what surprised me about Apple TV Plus? No I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. There's, there's yeah, the shows right. that are on there are quite adult. Like in, in Morning Wars, there's swearing and there's all right. kinds of stuff going yeah. on. Like Reese Witherspoon was in a bar. Did you, I don't know whether you saw that. Oh, last yeah, the laneway. Yeah, yeah, so. Jesus, giddy, that took me by surprise. Giddy up. Uh, what's her name? Bradley. <laughs> Bradley Jackson. <laughs> Bradley Jackson. Giddy up. Woo! But there's also, there's also, a, a, do you watch that movie, uh, the show C? You're not watching that, are you? No. And there's there's a woman in like the, there's the, the the people who Jason Momoa are with so their group of people, and then there's the other group of people who was perceived as their enemies that sort of are the the city slickers that are looking for them, and there's I'll try to say this as as safe as possible but there's a woman who's the leader of this group, who the only way she can pray, is by stimulating herself so she's oh, okay. her her idea of prayer is when she's stimulating herself. Okay. So that's pretty adult. Hmm. For And I, you go back to the tapes, I remember saying, I can't imagine Apple TV going as gritty and edgy as a Netflix show would, Net- but I've been proven wrong. I, I think that they've come out of the gate pretty hard. Yeah. And this, like, when... When someone said the F word in the morning wars, I, I went, holy hell, this is, this is a real deal, this show. Yeah. And so... Getting back to what Disney Plus is doing, I'm I'm surprised that they did that one didn't get left yeah, through yeah. because, well, here's here's something weird, right? There's Pretty Woman. Okay, guess where that is? Stan. Mm. Well, that's and you look hold that up again. Oh. Show the other movies on the bottom of it. They're all show me those movies. All. Uh, well, I know uh, Romy and Michelle's high school reunion is a touchstone picture. Yeah, right. So they're all related in so, terms of so the studio. So Stan has touchstone. Is that what we're saying? Yes. So so see if they've got Armageddon. Stan's got a, probably got a longer... Yep, they've got Armageddon. Yeah. So yep. see how there's that little difference where you get some some stuff gets through and others don't? But see, because Disney, the Disney brand... You think of the Disney brand, right? What do you think of? Mickey, Mickey Mouse. Mouse. Disneyland. It's, it's a family brand. So they're not going to go out and bring in all this other stuff. Like, I'll, I'll be, I don't know whether there will even be on any programming on Disney the F word. Well, you said they beeped out Jordan Ramsey, didn't you? Yep. So there on you Nat go. Geo, but that's on Nat Geo. It's, it's well, beeped on Nat Geo as well. I, I, would, I would be surprised if there's a single movie or show on Disney Plus that has the F word in it. Unlike Apple TV, which a lot of them have it. They're really letting it fly. Hmm. So, interesting what you get. So, again, remember we mentioned earlier, it's a great service if you've got kids. So, it's kind of one less worry there. They're not going to stumble onto something that uh, is is inappropriate. Although, you said, though, you can specify if a profile... Yeah. There are I've, parental controls on this, aren't there? Yeah. When I, when I set up the kids' accounts, I there's just a toggle switch. Kids or not. Yeah, right. Uh, so Do you for, give an age? So, what is well, the class but, of kids? But here's your problem, right? So, Jackson is 12, turning 13. Yep. I said kid. Yeah, but then there's no Marvel movies now. Okay, oh, so Marvel really? rated is probably not rated PG. They're probably M, I think. Right? Yeah. 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 So that's yeah. a challenge. Would be MA though. No, that's right. It's They're M, M not MA. Because I'm yeah, pretty yeah. strict. Oh, no, I'm pretty strict, Dad. Yeah. You're not watching MA plus. Sorry, mate. It's yeah. not happening. But M, I'm happy. So, for example, oh, so you let him watch an M movie. Your 12 year old son, right? Jackson. So, yeah. So Jacko, okay. he's turning 13 uh, next month. He's having. We're just having a couple of mates around. Yep. We're going to watch movies on Fetch TV because we're going to watch some MA movies. Well, <laughs> so I asked Fetch. I said, "Can you give me a list of some movies that are coming out? Because if they're not on the box now, what's coming out? I wanted to yeah, know." Yeah, right. So I gave him a list. And Hobbs and Shaw is on. Yeah, I've seen that. But yeah. see, it's not. It's not. It's. Uh, I think it's, it's rated M. M. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like it's it's like a and mate, it's a I car go- movie. And I googled it, and there's violence. there's some great websites that show you like what happens in movies, you know, parental yeah, right. guidance-wise, oh, okay, yeah. what sort of F-bombs are dropped and yeah. what sort of love scenes and stuff. Any new and mate, I read like, it, mate, yeah. he can watch all that stuff, right? Yeah, I've, I've seen it, it's fine. But that, that's the thing, you should be able to, in a, in a system like this, and so this is feedback for Disney and all streaming platforms, yeah. is it sh- you should be able to say, so like on Fetch TV, I can say, I want to use the parental control, the, the, the passcode yep. for anything MA. Right, but not M. Oh, so it's that granular. Like, you it's can that do granular. That. I so should be able to do that. Doesn't have that. I should be able to say on Disney, Jackson's profile can watch M. Yeah, but he can't watch MA. Harry's profile can only watch PG. 
I think it's early days too. They'll probably I know they'd be receptive to feedback like that. Like Netflix has has evolved over the years too. Yeah, There's yeah. a bit more control. Although, Look, you remember remember we were talking about my Netflix account last week. Yeah, yeah. Remember how? Yeah, you mentioned how much you were paying. Yeah, you I was idiot. paying twenty three ninety nine a month. Nine. And you said, "Hang on a minute, it's only twenty bucks a month." Mm. And I, and I I did the research and I was actually signed up to a US account. I was paying in US dollars fifteen ninety nine US a month, and I, I I got on the chat bot with someone. And they said, um, yeah, it appears. Are you, are you in Australia? I said, yep. They said, are you sure? I said, yeah. I said to my IP, my local IP, so they can check it. And they said, yeah, you are. You are in Australia. So they said the best thing you can do. I said, look, I'm paying twenty three ninety nine a month when the top plan in my country is only 20 Like, what's happening? So they said, look, what you need to do, and we can do it for you, is cancel your account, and you just need to renew it again, and then it should fall into the Australian one. And then I think I was I texting said to you, you at the I time. said to you, mate, you lose all your recommendations. No, no for, but they, they, they keep it for 10 months. Right. So as soon as I, I've already got an email to say, oh, I was sorry that you're going, and there's a button to say restart membership. When I do that, I've got till November 25 because I'm just in the same, in the billing cycle yeah. still. I can then, everything will be like back to normal, but hopefully I'm only paying the Aussie version of the, the top account rather than the uh, US version. Yeah. So I don't know whether I was actually seeing different content either. You probably are. I might have been, eh? Like, yeah. Yeah. No, is, is no, no. It? You know what happens? Because <laughs> in, in Japan, I connected the oh. Wi-Fi and I loaded up Netflix. Yeah. And, mate, I'll tell you right now, in Japan, there's some additional interesting content. Really? Like, <laughs> mate, Netflix <laughs> like, in Australia what? is tame as hell. Oh. Like, there's not so a wait, lot. Hang on a minute. And in Japan, it isn't? Oh, no. Are no, you no, joking? There, mate, there was a movie about an adult movie maker. What? I flicked through it. In, ja- <laughs> it, in Japan. Mate, that sort of content's not what? available on Netflix. But that, that does not Japan... It's a massive untapped market. But excuse me. but Streaming Japan, and chicken and Yeah, a bit corn. of chicken and corn, absolutely. But does Japan not strike you as being a bit more conservative no, than Australia? No, no. Like you watch uh, Late Night. It's like Italy. Italy, Japan, there's some seriously cuckoo stuff going on in their TV market. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Korea too. So, but so what happens you is have it doesn't. TV on here after midnight, doesn't matter. Oh, I'll check it out. It doesn't <laughs> matter where what your account is. Right. It's where you're watching it from. Really. That's that's the content you see. So how the hell did I end up with a US account then? I don't know. What Back in the, the day with some sort of VPN or something. No, you do? wait. I wasn't doing that at all. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, uh, there you go. If you sign up to Disney Plus, let us know what you think. Uh, yeah. And did you sign up for a month? Are you disappointed? Are you happy? Uh, what were you expecting? Yeah. Uh, hit us up on Twitter. Hashtag Ziggy Zaggy at Trevor Long, at Stephen Fennick. And we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear. And one part of the Netgear family is Mural. Uh, this is an unbelievably beautiful uh, digital art frame. It is a canvas, a digital canvas. It's a smart art frame that gives you access to $3 billion worth of art on your wall. 30,000 plus works of art and photography from the world's museums and galleries. They're not just paintings. Uh, there's um, moving lithographs. There's beautiful photos, as I mentioned. Uh, you can bring up the Mona Lisa if you want in your own home. I've done that. It's great. I show people I've got the Mona Lisa on my wall. Exactly. They don't believe me. It, I think it looks great showing photos, better than just a, a printed photo. I think it looks beautiful showing artwork. It's an amazing thing. You can buy it with a black, a white, or a uh, beautiful wooden frame. Um, you can find it at Harvey Norman. It is an unbelievable thing. Uh, a beautiful way of showing art. If you love your art or photography, check out Netgear's Mural, uh, M-E-U-R-A-L. You'll find details at netgear.com.au. Now, Stephen, um, smartwatches for kids. Um, Great idea. There's been a lot of them around. Uh, Space Talk. Um, there's another one called, I think, um, All My Tribe is Space Talk. Tic Tac Talk, I think, is another one. There's a lot of them available, and they are like they've done well to get into retail. Like JB Hi-Fi sells the Space Talk outright. Yes. You can buy Australian, like, Australian company. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. three hundred and twenty odd dollars. They are. Yep. Um, earlier last year, or late last year, Alcatel released the Move Time in Australia. Yep. Now Alcatel is owned by TCL, as we well know. We've talked about it here before. Um, TCL, though, uh, is a parent company, makes a lot of things. In Australia, they only sold TVs up until this year. This month, the TCL Plex hit the market, the smartphone, and so I think it's smart that now uh, Alcatel slash TCL have decided in Australia to bring out the next version of the MoveTime uh, family watch uh, as under the TCL yep. banner. So it's the TCL 4G MoveTime. 4G because it is on the 4G network, which means it's got a longer life ahead of it because 4G is not being switched Absolutely. down anytime soon. 
Um, it's only 199 bucks, but it's actually 189 at Big W already. Ah. Outright, nothing more to pay in terms of subscriptions to use the service. All you need is a SIM card. Yeah. So, so it's like a phone, but it's, set, it's, an, it's on a watch. But this one has video calling. Yeah. Now I used the original one, and I'll be honest, the Alcatel didn't blow my mind because I had I couldn't get much more than a uh, a day out of the kids' watch. If you if you wanted it set up with what I call breadcrumbs, which is you know leaving a mark wherever the kids go, yeah. it would churn through the battery. Right. So I I've been told very categorically this one's going to be a million times better. So I can't wait to test it with the kids. It comes in blue and pink. It's got a touch screen on it. Your kids can call you. They can call. Specific context you list, yeah. and what I love so a also a handful of people, a handful of people, but also it can't just get random calls. Yeah. You can only receive calls from those from numbers as well. On the list, yes, uh, it can send messages, it can receive messages from people on that list, but it can now make yeah. video calls as well, which is really really cool. So we should. Uh it should be clear, this is a perfect product for if you've got a child that you consider too young to have a phone. Yes. So if you say you've got like a 10-year-old or even 8-year-old. Look, like, my kids are 8, 9, and 12. All right, by the end of the day, they'll be 8, 9, and 13. Uh, Jackson got a smartphone when he was 11, uh, at Christmas 11, to going into yeah. high school. Uh, there's no way he was getting a smartphone before that. Uh, that puts primary schoolers being out of out of reach for smartphone yeah, in my world. Same rule there for are my kids. people though that are getting to the point of having ten year olds getting smartphone. I get that. I understand there's a bit of peer but, pressure but there. But you know why that? Because there was there was the parent was, was their thinking is well, I want you to be able to keep in touch with me. Yeah. And the child saw it as oh how good is this? I've got a phone. I can play games. I can do all this stuff. Yeah. But now there's this other other now the Alcatel move time. Kind of I, would, game I would say uh, as young as six, I probably wouldn't go younger than six, yeah. but certainly up to nine, this watch is perfect for. I would argue ten, year six, it's starting to look a bit... A bit childish, you think? Potentially, well, you know, you're going to get hassled. I had some reactions to the, my story on Tech Guide about this. The two main reactions I had was, wow, I wish Apple would make a product like this. <laughs> Video calling on a phone for under 200 bucks. Yeah. You can't do that on an Apple Watch. It costs four times as much. Yep. The other thing, uh, other reaction I had was, what's to stop an adult using this? No, nothing. No, uh, exactly what I said. I said, well, nothing, but your partner will be able to track you through the GPS. Yes. <laughs> if, if, if that's not an issue. Because that's what this does. You can set a GPS, like a geofence. This is, what's fantastic here is you set, a little, you set little markers around your, your kids and your, your, sorry, around your school, your shops, your, home, your, your grandparents' yeah. place, whatever, and it gives you alerts to when they go there. You can have smart alerts that says, let me know if the kids haven't arrived at school by 8.35. Yeah, or if they leave that particular zone as yeah. well. So you're alert. getting smart alerts. I know it sounds like massive um, overreach in terms of uh, tracking, but, mate, as a parent of a young kid... I want to know where they are. Exactly right. But I also want to give them some freedom. Like Harry, he's eight. Now, the other kid's been sick this week, and I said to Amanda on Monday, I said, is Harry going to catch the bus to school on his own? And she goes, yeah, he's fine. And he is totally fine. Your eight-year-old catches the bus? Yeah. Wow. Totally. Good on him. He normally catches it with Victoria, though, who's Uh, nine. They're they're normally together, Uh, right? But she's sick. So is Harry catching the bus to school? Of course he can. He's a smart kid. A whole lot better if I had had this on his wrist, because then I wouldn't have worried at all. The other day bus didn't turn up to pick them up. Now, the school has amazing... There's an app they use to send out messages to parents and alerts. Yep. You know, the 586 has not come yet. So we're waiting for it. So walked home again? No, no. So the kids were waiting at school with a teacher, uh, and the teacher... Sent to bring them home. To, 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 no, the teacher's just saying the bus still hasn't arrived yet. Uh, and by bloody half past... But they were coming home from school. Yes, sorry, coming home from school, yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, but by half past, it's like, you know what, we'll go and get them. But obviously, you know... There's parents that are yeah. they're on the, getting on the bus for a reason, you know. Hey mate, so I've got, I got t- kids in their late teens and twenties, and I'm all on the phone saying, "Where are you? What time <laughs> are you coming home?" So, so look, if, if you've got a younger for, child, for two hundred yeah. bucks plus the cost, monthly cost, and you shouldn't need to pay more than I think ten or fifteen is a good number to make sure you've got a, you know four or five gig of data just in case it's really yeah. chewing through it. I'll do some tests over the next couple of months to see how much data it really does use. Yeah. But it, mate, it's a, it's a, it's a big winner. But, but, all, but also, words. like I know that that's a big emphasis that it's per, ch, peace of mind for the parent. Yeah. But also from from the child side, this is a fun device to wear as well. Like they've they've got contact, they've got video calling opportunity, but it's also too encouraging them to be active. It counts their steps, calories burned, and and like a Fitbit, you can actually set up little challenges among your mates. Yes. To do the most steps, the parent can can like your activity, so that's encouraging as well. So the kid gets something out of it as well. They're yeah. not, it's not like a ball and chain where the kid's thinking, "Oh God, do I have to wear this?" Yeah. They're actually enjoying wearing. This. But again, there's a it's a quid 
pro quo, you know? Yeah. Kids, oh, you want to be able to go to the shops with your mates. Okay. Okay. Wear this. you got to wear this. Yeah, yeah, okay. If you don't, that's fine. Don't You're wear the watch. Going. Okay. That's fine. You're not going, though. That's all it's about. <laughs> so you can see it yeah. as overreach, but other other people would see it as, as freedom for the kids, but as much as yeah. peace of mind for the parents. And the other biggest reaction I had was about the price. They couldn't believe, people couldn't believe yeah. it's under 200 bucks, which yeah. is pretty decent value. And and typical of a company like TCL, who is the 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 uh, owner of the Alcatel brand, and we've seen what they've done for what sort of value they can offer in phones and their devices. Now, this is a... Another great example of what they can do. Yeah, exactly. All right, you can read about that at techguide.com.au and eftm.com, Stephen. Yes, well, anyone who's in Sydney, I know people around Australia are listening to this show, but in Sydney, New South Wales, uh, there's a lot of bushfires going on and other parts of Australia too. And in particular, though, this week, there's been a lot of smoke haze around Sydney. So, So bad, I was told, in some parts of Sydney where... The smoke was that thick, it was actually setting off smoke alarms in people's homes. Mm. And this is from people hundreds of miles and kilometres away from the actual fire front. reason we're talking about that is because uh, I wrote about a new air purifier, and uh, we have written about and spoken about others in the past. Yep. But... In the in the the latest one I've spoken about is the True Sense air purifier. You've you've tried this out as well at yep. EFTM. This is a a, a a purifier that pretty much in the same vein as the Dyson air purifiers, where people aren't really awake to the fact that there are, despite you being indoors, there are still pollutants in your home. Yeah. Whether it's cooking smells, pet dander, all this stuff. In and your even, house, or whether you live on a busy road. And look, in this smoke environment at the moment, especially if you're in Sydney, um, you, you don't realise how much actually gets through. Yeah. Yeah? Your, your home is not air-sealed. No. It's not like a plane that's airtight. No. It's not like a Tupperware container, uh, is it? You know, there are, there's gaps, there's, there's yeah. intricacies, and, and stuff will get in. You'd be amazed at how off the charts the limits will go. Now, Bowen is... All over this stuff. I just don't yeah. really care got, too much for I've it. I've got but these in three rooms of my house. Yeah, mate. I, I'm into them too. Bowen wrote about <laughs> this on EFTM, and he's got like four of them at the house at the moment, right? The Dyson's, the the, the True Sense, the uh, Dyson Pure cool, cool Me. He's got a little Breville one and a Philips one. They, like, especially the Dyson, but also that, that True Sense, you get, you get a genuine... Uh, number like written on it. Yes, it puts the, a numerical the, value of the figure on the, on of, the air quality. Of the air quality. Yeah, it's, 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 just, it's startling to see. It is. And, and people will be surprised, actually, when they first turn this on in their home. that They might live, I think I mentioned before, they might live on a busy road. Yeah. There's a lot of car fumes. There might be a smoker in the house. There, there might be, you might have a lot of pets in your home. I've got two dogs. And you'll be, you, there is there's the, what they call, they described it in this story, in my story I described it, where pet skin, like, you know how humans, our, our we shed yeah. a bit of skin, and that's yeah. actually the dust in your house is actually yeah, yeah. skin. Yeah. And pets give off the same thing. And cats in particular, there's a certain type, there's a certain uh, particle from their saliva that can be quite uh, damaging if you've got allergies. Mm. So all of these things that have floated around the air in your home, a product like the, the True Sense can pick them all up. It's like 99.7% uh, pickup rate and has a UV light that can kill b- captured bacteria and other part and other allergens right. as well. The the True Sense comes with a separate uh, little device that's like a separate air sensor mm. that you place away from the the True Sense, so it actually talks back to the unit and then tells it okay right. the room's so the unit's not just measuring what's on it and around yeah, it. No, it's actually, a, you put the sensor somewhere a, else. There's a sensor, yeah, a small got, sensor, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you can actually put it on another part of the room. So that you get a full view of what's that way, doing. That way, the, the the actual device, the true sense, is yeah. actually acting upon the rating in the room, in the, the whole rating room, in its footprint. rather than the corner. That's yeah. right. So uh, you know, smart I, I move, really. If you've, if you've got young kids, babies, toddlers, like their immune system is not quite developed, yeah. and if if they that that's how a lot of them can develop allergies and asthma, and if if they're exposed to this stuff at a young age, mm. that can develop into a into a. a problem when the, in later in life so it's if you've got pets young kids live in a busy road uh anything like that if you even if you have you might be an adult have sensitivities hay fever and things like that allergies 
then having this will really make a big effect, I think, on your life. Yeah, absolutely. Check it out. Um, there's a, a list of them at uh, EFTM.com and uh, Stephen's review of the True Sense at uh, techguide.com.au. Well, e- our good friends at Uniden also support the two blokes talking tech, and they've just released the Guardian AppCam Solo PT. PT stands for, by the way, Pan and Tilt. This is the first wire-free camera in Australia that can pan and tilt. So what it means is you can cover a lot more ground with one camera. It can pan through 355 degrees and tilt up and down 140 degrees. So potentially this could cover the same area that would normally require two cameras to cover. And and you can remotely pan and tilt the cameras from the the Uniden Guardian AppCam app as well. And it also has a lot of the features you'd expect to see on these cameras, including two-way talk. Uh, they're also naturally weatherproof. They're 100% wire-free over, over Wi-Fi. They've got a rechargeable battery. But they're also included with the SolarCam PT is a solar panel. So you get a panel, so that would basically make this camera independent of any kind of charging. You're not going to miss out on any of the of the footage that it captures. Uh, it offers seven days free cloud backup, or you can back up to an SD card. You do have a choice of extended backup for a small fee per month uh, for up the cl- up to the cloud as well. Also on board is ThermoSense. This is the technology that detects both motion and heat. So you're not getting any of these false notifications of maybe a car driving past your home or a tree swaying in the breeze. You're getting the real deal, the real notifications that you want to know about. The pan and tilt camera coming soon from Uniden should be in stores within the next few weeks. Check it out at uniden.com.au. Stephen, a couple of quickies before we uh, head off because it's bloody bedtime over here just quietly. Yeah. Um, Foxtel today quietly announced... uh, ABC iView coming to the IQ3 and IQ4 boxes. Now, this is going to roll out before SBS On Demand, which they'd previously announced. Yep. Um, but as I understand it, this, this rollout is starting now. So if you've got an IQ3 or an IQ4, you'll start to see the ABC iView app. And what I do like is they've separated out the app. So when you press the home button, you'll see Netflix is an app. And when you've got to scroll down a bit, you'll see ABC iView, but you'll also see ABC Kids. So again, you know, and it's good to, if you've got Foxtel and the kids are using the remote. Yeah, there's some good kids channels on Foxtel. Yep. There's also a bloody bucket load of <laughs> content on ABC iView because, you know, that's like more, I believe it's more than 50% of their views are kids content, right? Yeah. So ABC stats look great, but it's all kids buddy content, Just Bluey uh, and all that stuff. This is sort of related. And while we're talking about the ABC, I, I, did, I did hear it again um, on this trip. There's an Aussie band named Pendulum. Have you heard of Pendulum? No. They do the best remix of the ABC News theme. Really? You know the theme. You know, you know yeah. the trumpets and everything. It is the best. It is the best remix of that you'll ever hear. ABC remix Pendulum. Get into it. You're welcome. Wow. But ABC iView just reminded me of that. See, and this is an interesting one because you know, so you'll you'll have Netflix, you'll have ABC iView, you'll have SBS on demand. There's certainly talk of Disney Plus coming onto this the onto right. the platform. Yeah, Patrick Delaney, um, the CEO, when we spoke to him a few rule weeks ago, he said, you know, he never said no. I, I reckon it's a smart move, you know. Because yeah, because the, the, it just keeps them in. The, it keeps you in the ecosystem. Yeah. You won't never need to turn off your box. And there's plenty of people that say, oh, why would you bother? But you you're not putting yourself in the head of someone who's been paying a hundred bucks for Foxtel for twenty years and has no intention of leaving. Yeah. Um, because you're just, you're just happy with a couple you're of the channels or something. And, and chances are, if you, you wander into the Disney Plus app or the, the, the Netflix app, you're going to spot other content. Yeah. You're going to see some other, oh, hang on, what, what, show, what channel is that on? Hang on, what's this other show? Silicon Valley, that's a great, have you watched that show, Silicon yeah. Valley? It's a great show. I think they're up to the sixth and last season Where's that season being now. shown? That's on um, HBO, it's a HBO show. Oh, you're saying you'll stumble across Foxtel. it on Foxtel. Yeah, yes. so like when you're looking at a Netflix show, hey, what's this Silicon Valley? What's this Ray Donovan? What are these shows? Yeah, yeah. Do you watch Ray Donovan? No. Oh, that is a brilliant show. Start at season one. There you go. What's, My recommendation. Give me the price. Lee Schreiber is the star. Don't give me buddy stars. What's okay, it about? He's no, it's about this fixer. He's a fixer. So he's based in LA. He's this connected guy who knows people. The star's having trouble doing this. Ray fix it and he fixes it. He knows people, like holds people. Action, comedy. Action, action, action. Violent action. It's right. a very good show. 
and he's got a family that he's got to protect, and it's it's mate, colourful show, great storylines, great How many performances. Seasons? We're up to season seven. Oh, okay. Just about Truth. to kick off. And season six was set in New York. He's originally from Boston. So is it on Netflix or Foxtel? It's on Foxtel. Oh, crap. Yeah, origin- well, how am I going to watch it? Bloody hell. <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, I'll we'll work out a way. Yeah, right. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to check on... Great, by the way, the other thing, and I think show. I've mentioned this before, but um, uh, Ray Donovan. Ray Donovan. Donovan. Yeah. yeah. The best thing in the world is the app Just Watch. Just watch. So it tells watch. you where everything is. Because I, I just type Ray Donovan, yeah. click on Ray Donovan, yeah. and it'll show me here yeah. that, um, oh, there's different seasons. So if, let's, let's just say I want to watch season one. So I click yeah. on season one, and it'll show me that it's on Stan. Is it right? Is it on Stan? It's on Stan. Get that. into it. So, But what's interesting is probably um, the last season, season seven, isn't? Yeah, season I think they'll probably be up to season five. Season six is still on it Fox. Couldn't still. find any streaming offers, so ah. yeah, so it'll only be well, a mate, few that's seasons. That's a good start, anyway. Download a few. Yeah, for so the up to right season home. five oh, is on Stan. Get into it. I'm connecting the. Have iPad you ever to been Wi-Fi. to India? Get, get that, that India. India. That's it. Great show. <laughs> All right, you will enjoy that. You'll enjoy. Whatever. I know your taste. You will enjoy it. I'm connecting the Wi-Fi. You talk. Okay. <laughs> well, you know what, and, and you didn't want to participate in this section of the of the show anyway. But what is it? Oh, Samsung far out. have How did just this released How did this get past a Star Wars version of the Galaxy Note 10 Plus. Hello? Now, it's a limited edition, mm. and this is Samsung have had a relationship with Lucasfilm. Limited Film. to the 10, 10 fans. <laughs> I'll, I'll put my hand up for one. Samsung have had a relationship with Lucasfilm for several years now. You, you recall, I think, during before Force Awakens, they released an app, like a droid app. Then before last year, they had something else, and now before Rise of Skywalker, which is out in less than a month, by the way, uh, you'll you'll be able to see the the Note 10 Plus Star Wars Edition. Now it has exclusive, like there's a pattern on the back. There's like the first order pattern, the Star Wars logo. There's exclusive digital content like wallpapers, sounds, stickers. But when you buy this the 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 Star Wars version of the phone, you also get Star Wars Galaxy Buds. So they're, they're, they're styled oh. Star Wars as well. And you get a case that I think has a picture of Kylo Ren on it. So Star Wars fans and Samsung fans, here is your next phone, the, the Star Wars Galaxy Note 10. Look, it's $1,999, but that's how much the Note 10 Plus costs. Yeah, okay. That's how much it costs. So I think worth every penny. I'm, I've, uh, I've asked if I could see it even. Just, just he just, it just wants to hold it in touch his it. hand. Yeah. So, limited edition. I suggested, I don't think this is the case, but I suggested if they had a numbered limited edition. Yes. So, you oh. own, you know, you own I'd buy one. number five of Because made in 10 years, how much is that going to be That's worth? That's right. So, uh, you know, Star Wars stuff is like buying real estate. It just goes up in value. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I tell my wife anyway. Oh, yeah, sure. No, well, you didn't pay for any of that. It's all uh, review material. Uh, Two blokes talking tab. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Uniden. We're in Korea. We'll be back next week in Australia. And um, that barbecue's really just gotten to me Is it starting to repeat on you a bit? Yeah. So you you only ate the meat. You you never had any of the other. Yeah, I'm just full of meat. Like, I'm literally, my stomach is just full of meat. Yeah. You never never had any of the noodles or the kidney bean soup? Nothing. Yeah. Even the even the blackberry yogurt at the end, you knocked back. Mate, blackberry dessert. and yogurt, both nose from me. Lovely, it was lovely. Nah. Nice palate cleanser at the end, it was, mate. Oh, I don't feel well. But at the all. barbecue was uh, a lot. How many meat courses? Four, five. I don't know, mate. But I'm not just all well. different kinds of meat. We need to go. Really, <laughs> <laughs> struggling, eh, mate? Yeah. Really. Oh. And so one of us has got to, you know, put a top and tail at the start of this podcast oh, and geez. get it up. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in Australia uh, next week. Uh, look forward to company then, Stephen. Look forward to it too. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec.